0: grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Tuesday, September 15th. This is Jess, and today I want to share with you about this week's focus of community in COVID. On Sunday, we discussed how central authentic community is to our transformation into Christ's likeness, and this kind of community is inherently risky and requires some courage and rugged commitment. And, as we learned from Sunday's sermon focused on Romans 12, this sort of community prefers humility before being right, serving one another over sheltering ourselves away, and the joy of the look in one another's eyes versus less fulfilling substitutes. In this episode, we'll talk with a few members of our church, Melissa, Stephen, and Sharon, and what creative connection looks like for their communities within our church, especially over the question of how to bring the most out of meeting via Zoom and how to adapt to meeting in person. First is an interview with Melissa about how her community has created and used their gifts in a mostly virtual way. Let's listen. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Jessica, and I'm sitting with my friend Melissa. And we are going to be discussing um, community and COVID
1: and what that practically has looked like. And Melissa, would you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Melissa, and I attend Sunset OG, Um, (laughs) and I've been part of that community group since 2016, so about four and a half years now. That's awesome. Um, And I think you
0: have a unique uh, perspective on what community has looked like. Um, We'll get a little bit more into that uh, because a lot of you guys have not met in person. You do most of it virtually. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're just gathering stories to talk about what that's looked like, how you've been creative. Um, And in this new season for our church, we're trying to get creative of what community looks like. So would you... um, you
1: know, maybe share what quarantine has taught you about your need for community. Yeah, I think a few things. Um, I'm reminded that we're wired for connection and that, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I'm staring at my friend through a screen. Like, I still need my CG to see my face yeah. and um, to see my expressions and to know that they're, you know, nodding their heads and listening to me. And that that little tiny digital connection is mm-hmm. still part of what community looks like in this, you know, virtual age. Um, I'm also reminded of Dave's sermon from a couple weeks ago where he was like, you can't just pray for biceps. (laughs) Or like, we wish we could. (laughs) Or like, if I wanted to, I don't know, learn Ilocano, I can't just pray for that. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes work, actually, to um, put myself in a vulnerable position and ask my community to pray for me or to tell them, I feel lonely, Um, Mm -hmm. I feel unseen or unheard um, and I think what I've learned about my need for community is I have to do work like I, it takes a lot of work and um, my willingness to step into a virtual space mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how weird that it, is yeah, yeah yeah
0: it's still a space where like you said it's it does provide connection it just looks really different yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah um, what have you missed most about how the
1: community used to be So one thing that our little family is huge on is potlucks, specifically fried chicken and ice cream and desserts. (laughs) I'm getting
0: hungry right now. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) Um, And so there was one year where we had a potluck like more than once a month. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so I really miss our communal hospitality Mm -hmm. over food. And I really miss eating together and hearing the like oohs and ahs of what people brought and like um hearing the crunches and like bumping elbows trying to like pass the pepper or the sauce or whatever um and I think there's something special about praying together Mm -hmm. in those spaces and laughing together and hearing each other's voices next to you you know as food like flings onto (laughs) your
0: face and like (laughs) It's stuff that you together. thought was gross. And now you're like, really? I miss somebody totally. chewing loudly. Yeah, I yeah. really miss that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. And I think all of us probably listening are like, we're hungry now. And yeah, yeah. that does sound really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that, like you obviously have to grieve some of that stuff just because of COVID. But is there anything um, or I'd love for you to share some stories about how you've gotten creative? in the ways that you guys connect and still have those moments, even if it is virtually or if it is a little bit in person
1: too. Yeah. um, So a few of us do get together every so often um, in like smaller pods to take a walk Mm -hmm. or visit someone at work. Um, But one thing that we did as a whole group together was um, in, you know, the context of food, we taught one of our CG members how to make fried rice. (laughs) Um, And he, you know, he's, was excited and scared and nervous and had never cooked before, Um, you know, never cracked an egg before. (laughs) And so all 13 of us or 14 of us Mm -hmm. um, got together and rallied around him and like, step-by-step taught him, you know, stir the rice, keep, keep, no, no, keep stirring the rice, (laughs) crack the egg, now, 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 add more sauce, add more, taste it, like, all the little tiny things that we would have enjoyed in person were literally all virtual, and we didn't miss anything Mm -hmm. from it, we just, I mean, aside from the smells and the laughter um, in person, but everything was virtual, and he literally ate the whole pan (laughs) on screen. (laughs) As we all ate we all ate dinner together that night too, um online. But we got to see him like accomplish this huge thing he had never done before. And that was really cool and kind of fun, you know, to just like laugh together and like yell at him as he's frantically trying to not burn his rice. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: I love that story because it is something very practical, right? Mm -hmm. And I would imagine that you guys just laughed so much, but it isn't always about learning and focusing on content, right? So that isn't equally important. But I love that story that it's something that it's very practical and Mm -hmm. you're learning a new skill. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Is there maybe any other things that you guys have been just going through uh, in normal life that as
1: a community, it's actually been helpful to be connected? Yeah. And, you know, 2020 has, (laughs) you know, thrown so many things at us. Um, And I think we as a CG know that life hasn't stopped. And Mm -hmm. so we've... um, you know, it, in the life of all 13 of us, like there've been several medical things happening. Um, we have a pregnant woman in our CG. Mm-hmm. We have a family. Um, several of us moved in together uh, during COVID. Um, and I think we've been able to talk about those things mm-hmm. and in the midst of a pandemic. So like these things probably would have happened anyway, Yeah. but in person, but now it's like, I have so many questions about babies growing in stomachs that I've <laughs> yeah. answers to that I've never learned before in life. And like, um, moving in with someone from CG, like I can talk to her about all these things now, um, within our community that I've, n- I've never been able to do before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and virtually yeah. we've Netflix partied a bunch of shows, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and movies. And, uh, I think we've played games too, virtually, nice. and that's been really fun. Um, and we, I think we've had more phone calls even about um, all the climates, political, yeah. literal, yeah. <laughs> et cetera. Um, we've had more phone calls individually and one-on-one um, yeah. that have brought us deeper and in, cl- like in deeper relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's ever happened before.
0: So. Yeah, that definitely sounds like you've gotten creative and it's yeah. just lived out to where it's a benefit that you guys still are so connected even though you can't physically be in the same room yet. Right. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would love to share just with our community that you've learned or that you want to encourage maybe in the practical way of navigating just different dynamics of your group or really anything that you'd love to just add as we, as we close. So,
1: yeah, I think, um, this is, you know, as weird as a time this Mm -hmm. has been for our CG, um, it's actually brought us a lot closer. Um, And people that don't usually share things, one of our members, I kid you not, ranted on for 15 minutes because we gave him just the space and Mm -hmm. time. And he had never, I've never heard him speak for that long before. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just his emotional release. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think if we were in person, that wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Like he was able to voice his anger and frustration with the world and this like holy discontent Mm -hmm. that I feel like the rest of us could hold with him. And it's an easier burden to carry, right? In the context of community to bring that to the feet of Jesus Mm -hmm. um, was amazing to see. And like, yeah, let me, let us carry that with you. And we want to create a space for that to happen virtually even if maybe in person it didn't feel safe enough like now we've somehow done that virtually which is kind of wild to say because you would think that in person would be safer um, to share these things but I feel like RCG has weirdly enough like created a good enough space to like explode yeah (laughs)
0: yeah yeah um can you add a little bit about just kind of maybe the format of when you do gather virtually like what does that look like um i know that we've known just as staff and fellow you know in community talking about that recreating what happens Mm. in person over an online virtual thing is just not working Mm.
1: and yeah can you add any insight about that yeah so in person we would usually eat dinner together Mm -hmm. um and whether it's someone bringing their own food or cooking or whatever, um, and we do that online now, so we still eat in front of each other on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes we don't mute ourselves, yeah, <laughs> so we hear crunches and slurps. There's and that crunching that you, <laughs> yeah, you want, yeah. Um, so I think that's one of the things that we've still do, oh, um, yeah. that feels relatively normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just comfortable mm-hmm. i feel like we're in our pjs or you know yeah. in our whatever sweats and whatever um and we chat mm-hmm. and and that might be on a tuesday for cg but on sundays we also meet so we've actually met every sunday after virtual church except mm-hmm. one time mm-hmm. and so for the past six months on sundays we just hang out yeah we just chat we um for after the race um, sermon, we chatted for almost four hours. Wow! And just had lunch. We brought our lunches to the screen mm-hmm. and just talked, laughed, you know, got angry together. Yeah. Um, and I think having this unspoken rule, um, if I can use that word, yeah. that our cameras are always on, has been really helpful. Yeah. Um, to be able to connect with someone, you know, and see them head nodding and hearing their ums yeah. has been really helpful um, to maintain that um connection of like yeah i see you mm-hmm. like i i hear you i see your tears i see your frustration um and i think having our cameras always on helps with that
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah that's awesome well thank you so much melissa it's just a wealth of <laughs> a wealth of knowledge but thank you um, i'm so encouraged by by your community and i hope that our church community is too Thanks. Thanks. Next is an interview with Stephen and Sharon Hedlund about how they have used their creative gifts to create community and connection in person in safe, practical ways. Hello, everyone. I'm sitting down here with my friends, Stephen and Sharon, um, and we're going to talk about community. Um, Would you guys like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, my name is Sharon. Sharon. Formerly Sharon O, and now Sharon Headland, which I'm struggling yeah. <laughs> with. Um, but I've been at Reality for about I think six years. It's hard to keep count, and yeah, been in the city that long as well. Awesome.
3: Uh, Stephen Headland, I've been at Reality just over two years now. Um, CG leader with my my beautiful wife, Sharon, and also part of the uh, benevolence team. So shout out to my uh, my B team.
0: Awesome. Well, today we're talking about community and how we can get creative in the time of COVID and how we just are hearing different stories about how different communities are flourishing in this time and thought that you guys would be a great couple to share about the way that you're doing community now. So the first question is, what have you been learning in this time of quarantine when it comes to your community?
2: Yeah, learning a lot. Um, obviously, I, I'm sure everyone is. Um, there was uh, I think Dave sermon a couple weeks ago where he talked about the emphasis on the church or Sunday church services in the American culture, and I think that I really resonated with that. There was such a dependency in my heart for Sunday services. And you know, I don't think that's a bad thing, but in times like these, I've really had to learn how to adjust without that. And so, in a lot of ways, um, I feel my heart has, learn the, the importance of community because the church has kind of shifted or my my heart and the dependency on the church has shifted to my need for community. And so my community has become my church in a lot of ways mm-hmm. right now.
3: Yeah, agreed. And I think we've seen that, that community has been a lot harder in COVID. Uh, I mean, like Sharon, what, what Dave said on that Sunday really resonated. Uh, we, and me, we often look to Sunday to be kind of our, our spiritual fill up and then kind of get through the week. And... That's what we look to do with CG as well, and it becomes much harder when we don't have the physical opportunity to show up. It requires a much, a much deeper commitment from us mm-hmm. each each week.
0: Yeah. How has your community specifically looked in this time? Um, have you guys been obviously meeting? And could you share a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, I'll start. Um, I'll, it's so hard to think back to I don't know March and yeah. how much <laughs> we've come. How many months It feels that like 10? five years? Yeah, yeah seriously. Um, and yeah, I know that our community has gone through a lot of ups and downs and it's funny cause everyone kind of goes through different struggles at different periods too. Um, we've had, I think, you know, a few people struggle certain weeks and a few people are like, Oh, I'm great. And then the next week it's like completely flipped. Um, but our community has been doing structurally, we've been doing zoom CGs, um, on Wednesday nights consistently. And then Sundays, uh, we offered the optional, Time to meet before uh, before Sunday service for about 15 minutes, and to make it our coffee time. Mm-hmm. So everyone would bring their coffees virtually, have their sips of coffee, and be like, <laughs> "Hey, how, how are you doing?" Um, and then afterwards, uh, we would debrief and do prayer a little bit. Um, now we've we've let go of the Sunday times because it was a little bit of a, a lot, um, mm-hmm. and then Wednesdays we're, we've been consistent with Zoom. Um, I would say on top of that, we've sprinkled in in-person interactions mm-hmm. and can share more about that. Um, maybe Steven can share, but, um, we, you know, we've had, you know, we our, our group is kind of mixed on how comfortable we are, mm-hmm. but we kind of leave it to each person to choose and we give the options across the board, I guess is what I would say.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've, we've had to be flexible and, and learn even about ourselves and others in the group throughout the process. Um, and it depends on people's capacity and, and flexibility. So me, I'm, I'm much more of a uh, introvert, and the first, you know, <laughs> two months of COVID, like I was, I was fine. Yeah, you know, I was not. You were
0: thriving. I was, I was yeah. thriving. I like, was I like, why are people. you
3: this not this? This is great. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sharon and I went to a uh, picnic with some some friends, probably after two or three months, um, and she came back from the picnic just so alive, so happy to have like seen people to <laughs> physically have have talked and connected. And I'm like, yeah, that was that was cool. Um, <laughs> So different. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so different. Um, Yeah, it sounds like, though, your group has found a really good balance and a mix of those who feel comfortable meeting in person to those who don't. And could you share a little bit about that kind of process and some stories maybe from that?
2: Yeah, I don't think it was super planned. I think (laughs) we just kind of organically came up with ideas. We have a a lot of high-functioning people in our group, which is really helpful as uh, <laughs> leaders, because we can lean on them a lot. Yeah. But, you know, we have this full spectrum. We obviously keep Wednesday Zooms consistent. And tr- truth be told, many people struggle with that, too. There's There are people mm-hmm. who are Zoom fatigued and they don't want to hop on. And mm-hmm. so they have shared that it's a struggle to get on and they have to push through that feeling. Um, but we also sprinkle in like uh, our group has a lot of fitness people mm-hmm. or love love working out. And so they're, <laughs> I think it's like Tuesdays and Thursdays pretty consistently in the mornings. Um, we'll meet at the lion steps and do stairs there, which has been awesome for the people that are, are more comfortable meeting in person. Um, and I think for us, it's been important just to give the options mm-hmm. and make sure that there are creative options there present so that people can join in and opt in. You know, a couple nights ago, our group decided to do uh, like a Mulan showing night too, mm-hmm. um, and where we made dumplings. Um, but you know, we have one couple who wasn't, comfortable with the 10 people that were going to be there. Um, and so, you know, instead of saying that they're not joining period, they got creative and mm-hmm. they decided to, uh, stop by before the group showed up and just see the hosts mm-hmm. and make a few dumplings with them and say hi. And so I think, you know, they, they got creative with what they were comfortable with and that was really awesome to see.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've done some other, you know, small, other like small picnics together. Uh, we've done even just like a coffee with, with dogs at the park or something like that. Um, so I found some, some simple ways to still connect physically at this time.
0: Yeah, it sounds really great, too, that you guys have a wide array of creativity in there, too, but it does sound like um, that your group all takes initiative, too. Can you speak a little bit about, like, just sharing the load and how you guys have kind of encouraged that in your group?
3: Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely do it both from a SCG perspective mm-hmm. and then also kinds of bubbles outside of CG as well. So we, we actually expect everyone in our CG to facilitate mm-hmm. um, within, I don't know if it's each quarter or half a year or something like that. But rather than Sharon and I facilitating every week, uh, we have a Google sheet where a couple or one or two people can can sign up to facilitate, facilitate that mm-hmm. week. Um, and Sharon and I are still helpful in that process. So we might schedule a call with them on, say, Monday or Tuesday and, and kind of talk through what the night will look like. But it's, it's a huge burden off, off our shoulders to have to carry it every week. Um, and just gives an opportunity for everyone to, to step up and step in. Uh, and the response has been amazing, um, both both in CG and then also them, you know, other scheduling like workouts. Um, Sharon and I don't drive those. Someone else does. It's great. Um, or someone scheduling, say, a picnic in the park or something.
2: Yeah. We also had one person who was inspired by uh, the podcast that Human did about prayer. Mm-hmm. And so she she was like, I was super inspired. I think we should do this. And we were like, hey, you should you should read this. Um, and so she took the initiative and she set up um, prayer partners for the group. And so everyone for the month of um, August and actually through actually this month too, we've had specific prayer partners within the group, um, which was amazing to see. And we've loved that. We also have another person who has t- taken the initiative to start a Bible reading plan. So whoever wants to opt into that, people can opt in. Um, I do think on the facil- facilitation part, it can be a little bit intimidating for some people to, to do that. Um, and so I do think it, it is helpful for the leaders to offer some support there. We've even thought about making a little template for people for content. Um, and so it, they don't have to feel like they're thrown in <laughs> to a big task.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's great that you sharing that story is like everyone takes Um, part in that they feel and take the initiative they feel like they are members of this so that they are free to take that free to take that initiative and come up with whatever creative ideas that their giftings are inspired by yeah and so I think that's so awesome totally um to close uh is there any kind of encouragement that you would offer to either members of groups or just even our church in general about community in this time I know that's such a general question, <laughs>
3: it's, it's a but whatever question. you feel
0: inspired to share um, as encouragement.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that the top thing for me that that comes to mind is just that community is, is tough right now. And especially within COVID, it requires an extra, I would say even an extra ounce of commitment mm-hmm. from yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've talked about it as kind of like a, a sports team mm-hmm. um, where you all work out together and it's really tough. And as you, do those hard things together, you actually grow closer. And that's, that's what we've seen in our community. Uh, we've seen everyone step up and be committed to the community, even when they're, they're tired and exhausted from Zoom, even when they don't want to invest and be there. Um, they, keep, they keep showing up. Mm-hmm. And that, that has been so powerful for us because it is, it is hard right now. It's, it's tough to want to connect and be with people. And uh, we, we spend a lot of time on Zoom and a lot of time indoors, and it's, it's tough to want to spend time with people. Um, but our community keeps showing up, and so my, my encouragement for each each one is just just continue to show up, to to keep pushing through that exhaustion at times. Um, take take a break when you need it, um, but but try to discern when when you just want to give up versus when you need to push through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'll I think you'll see a lot of personal fruit from that. I think your your group and community will as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm really big on just showing up and I know I understand the feeling of, of fatigue and not wanting to do something, but especially right now when, you know, we're, while practically it's been hard to connect with community, it's actually way more needed right now too, Mm -hmm. because people are Mm -hmm. struggling. And so pushing past the feeling, having some sacrifice, you know, community takes sacrifice. It's a give and take. Mm -hmm. And so if you really want it, it will require you to push through some, some feelings that you don't want to push through. And one thing, um, that we laugh about is no one ever, yes, the feeling of not wanting to attend or go is, is there definitely, but no one ever leaves community group or hardly have I ever heard, Oh, I, I wish I didn't go tonight yeah. or this was not a great time <laughs> for me, or this is was a waste of time. Um, people actually leave feeling more fulfilled and renewed. And so maybe focus on that. I would encourage people. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, really just, there are creative ways to get the the connections. Um, and, while not easy, it's definitely possible. Um, mm-hmm. And there, I, I really appreciate our, our group in that there's kind of a unique camaraderie forming right now because mm-hmm. t- it's a tough time. Um, but, you know, as the Bible says, in, in the tough times is actually when a lot of fruit can form. Mm-hmm. So we've seen some of that happen in our group.
0: That's awesome. Guys, thank you so much for sharing. And, uh, yeah, just really feel enlightened. And I think it was really encouraging for our church. So thanks.
3: Thank you. Blessings.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening, church. Tune in on Thursday when Matt and Dave talk with Melissa on discernment and creativity in community in the time of COVID. And as we close, I want to leave you with a blessing from number six, verses 24 through 26. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.